Hello everyone, this is Tony coming at you with an, with another podcast episode, and today I have a special guest on my show. Yo, my name is Andrew. And today we'll be talking about the past version of ourselves and how we've changed over the years. Before I start the podcast episode, I just want to give a huge shout out to my supporters and anyone, who, and anyone who's listening to the podcast right now. This wouldn't be possible without you guys. With that being said, let's get to the podcast episode and I hope you guys enjoy. Let's go. So the first question I have for my guest is, who were you four years ago? That's a that's an interesting question. So four years ago, that was what that was freshman year of high school. Yeah, that was in 2020. Right. Yeah, those are interesting times because four years ago, I was I just came straight out of middle school, you know, and you know I was like an insecure person, you know, didn't know what I wanted in life and yeah I was kind of like a menace you know a menace to society a bit you know because you know I didn't listen to what my parents told me to do and I didn't care about school you know all I wanted to do was just just be lazy and just hang around so yeah that was kind of who I was four years ago you know not much else to say but just someone who was kind of lost didn't know what they wanted yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that because, man, when I came to high school, I was overwhelmed with how many people were at my eyes, were at my high school. And I didn't listen to my parents because my parents told me to focus on school, but I was yeah. focused on basketball. I was focused on girls. I was focused on so many different things. Exactly. And I wasn't yeah. focused on school. Even though I did receive good grades, I didn't care that much about receiving good yeah. grades. And I did feel like a menace because, you know, I did I did some stupid things in, in high school. Like, man, I... I can't, oh yeah, 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 actually, no, I do remember something. I had this one friend in high school who was always skipping class. Uh, and th- there was this one time where I was in the same classroom as, as he was in, and he wanted to go to the bathroom. And then he started talking back to the teacher. He was like, oh yeah, well, if you don't allow me to go to the bathroom, then I'll do X, Y, and Z, and all of these other things. And I just thought that was crazy how I was friends with this kid, even though he was a complete menace, because right. he was skipping school, and he even ran away from home. Oh, yeah, dang. it was all on social media when that happened. So, <laughs> what happened to that friend? Um, that's a good question. So, looking back, I would say that my friend was a a very a very naive person mm-hmm. because he didn't understand the consequences of his actions, and right. because of that, my friend. Um, he didn't actually, man, it's hard to remember. I think he went to juvenile detention during 2020. And after he was released from juvenile detention, um, he got held back. Wow. And then he graduated high school in 2022. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, he was a bad guy. Hopefully he got better, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any friends like that in high school or hmm. you weren't that much of a menace? <laughs> right. I'm trying to think. I mean, no, I can't think of any friends that were like that in high school. You know, I suppose, like you said, yeah, I wasn't that big of a menace, you know, but I obviously there were people like that in my high school who were, you know, very menacing to society and they were they were just always trying to cause trouble and, you know, start fights. But personally I didn't know anyone like that. Yeah. Damn, that that sounds insane. Like I'm surprised that you didn't have any of those friends and mm -hmm. you can still call yourself a menace, but anyway <laughs> that flows smoothly into the next question which is what are what were some mistakes that you made in high school? That's a good question. But, yeah, in high school, man, I made a lot of mistakes, like you said. Um, one big mistake was, you know, I was, I was a liar in high school, you know. I lied a lot to my parents, and those are all very bad decisions on my part because, you know, through not being honest with my parents, you know, they got really mad at me when they found out, you know, when the, the actual truth, you know of when I was lying to them. And so that was a really bad mistake because that not only hurt my parents, but that hurt me a lot, you know? So that was one very big major, you know, mistake in high school. Or I guess, you know, bad decision, if you want to say. Yeah, how did you learn from that mistake? How did I learn? Hmm. Well, I learned obviously overall just to be more honest in life you know it's good to be an honest person even if being an honest person means saying things that may hurt people you know it's good to just be honest and straightforward so the you know your lie doesn't just come back and bite you in the ass in the future you know so yeah yeah i can oh sorry oh no you can go yeah, yeah. i can relate to that because there was a time in high school where I learned I lied about about certain things and the reason why I lied about those things is because I didn't want other people to to think that I was a lame kid at school. Yeah. I wanted I can to that. Yeah, I wanted to fit in with the cool kids in school. And because of that I I lied about a lot of things. Yeah. Like I actually made this one song in high school and when people asked me who made the song, or not who made the song, but who made the beat for the song, like oh. who produced it, I told them that I know this, the guy who produced the song. And in reality, I didn't know this person. Oh, and this shit. guy, he was a random guy on YouTube. And I, I literally stole the beat from oh, YouTube my. and I, I made a song off of that beat. And I told everyone that I knew this guy in real life. Man. And I told everyone that I went to the studio when in reality, oh, I recorded wow. this song at home. Wow. And I did that for popularity because I didn't want to, I didn't want to expose myself. Right. And because of that, I just, I felt like the ninth grade version of myself was just a very dishonest person who couldn't be his authentic self mainly because I I wanted to fit in with other people and when you want to fit in with other people you have to you have to to suppress certain areas of yourself right so for example if if you're part of a friends group that likes to play basketball 
and they like to play 2K after school. And for you, you don't like playing 2K because you know that you have to focus on your homework. You know that you have to do other things. Right. Um, but unfortunately, since you're in this friend group, you you end up suppressing those beliefs and you tell these people that you love playing 2K with them. Why do you do that? Because you want to fit in with those people. Mm, right. And that's the trap that I, I got myself into in ninth grade. Yeah, I can relate to that because once you get into the habit of lying, you know, it's like a trap that you created for yourself because now you feel like you have to keep these lies up and then now you just have to keep in mind all these lies that I've told and like it's so hard to like just you know keep this fake facade of that you made for yourself you know and so yeah it's just so much better not to lie and just be an honest person you know exactly like it's it's way better man like (laughs) I can actually share another story about how I lied in high school Uh, like (laughs) this one is actually hilarious but Okay, there was this one time where my friend um, dared me to ask out a few girls at my school. Ah. And one of the girls actually said yes to me asking her out. And the next day, when I saw the girl, I approached her, and I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what to say to this, to this girl. So I just lied about, about getting a Tesla because, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, because here's what happened. I told this girl that I got my driver's permit two months ago. That's actually true. But I told her that I got my driver's permit two months ago in ninth grade. Right. And I told her that my dad is getting me a Tesla after I get my driver's license. And man, like she was like impressed when I said that. And I was just like, yes, yes. She believes me. She, she actually thinks that I'm getting a Tesla soon. And then like, after that, I just felt like I had to lie to this girl because she already knows that I'm getting a Tesla in the future. So what else do I need to tell this girl? Because I'm trying to impress her. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason why I'm lying to this girl, because I want to impress her. And after you, after you lie to a girl about getting a Tesla in the future, what else are you going to lie about? Exactly. Like, yeah. are you going to lie about, you know, going to parties? Are you going to lie about how much money you have? Right. Are you going to lie about where you live? Like, you might, like, since you told this girl that you have a Tesla, you might have to tell her that you live in a mansion in, in a gated community. Right. So yeah. it, it does... I, I can relate to everything that you just said. Right, you know, yeah. once you lie, you can't stop lying. Man, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So the next question that I have is about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So for you as a ninth grader, how did you handle the, the pandemic? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the pandemic just started so quickly, you know? Yeah. Like when I was in ninth grade, it started the pandemic the pandemic started for me like the second half of ninth grade like the way i figured out was you know my teacher just started talking about it and then he told us that there was this like virus that was going around and i was potentially really dangerous and then the next thing you know you know school is you know out for like two weeks you know and at first you know i was very excited that there's no school for two weeks just like everyone in america and around the world 
and then but slowly that two weeks turned into a month and then that month turned into like like a year <laughs> and I don't know eventually you just become like numb to the fact that you're just staying inside the whole day you know and there are a lot of pandemic I was just inside uh, the house the whole day just chatting with my friends online you know and going to zoom classes you know that that was basically how my pandemic was you know yeah yeah a lot of good memories but also a lot of you know not so good times you know just being lonely so in your room and you know yeah yeah i can relate to everything that you just said because when i first found out about the pandemic i didn't think that it was a big deal at first yeah like the first time that I actually felt like the pandemic was a big deal was when the NBA got shut down in 2020 because there was this basketball player named Rudy Gorbert and he actually had the COVID virus and he didn't take it seriously. So unfortunately, Rudy Gorbert, Ah. he literally started touching everything once he he found out that he had the virus. He even touched his teammates. And his teammates actually got COVID a week after he touched them. Well, what happened to that player? Is he? Oh, he he's still in the NBA, but he had a bad reputation. Ah. Like everyone hated Rudy Gobert after he he touched everything. Ah. And his his teammate Donovan Mitchell, he said that it's going to take a long time for him to play with the Rudy Gobert again because of the situation. (laughs) It was hilarious, and everyone hated Rudy Gobert because he's the part of the reason why the NBA got shut down because he didn't quarantine when he when he found out that he got when he found out that he got COVID right and people were very pissed off at Rudy Gobert but uh, aside from that when COVID started I was excited for the first two weeks because I didn't have to go to school yeah and I was even in the group chat as well and everyone in there was excited about that but then I found out that we're not going back to school for the rest of the year yeah and that's crazy I thought that was crazy especially because um one of the people who was in the group chat was actually a senior during 2020 and unfortunately since we we didn't go back to, to school he had to graduate online and yeah. he missed out on prom as well yeah so he missed out on the high school experience which which was very unfortunate you know <laughs> it's kind of interesting because like when you're actually in high school you know you want to get out of there you know yeah kind of. but then once it's like kind of taken away from you like covid you, you realize like like high school is not even that bad you know like you actually share so many good memories within high school and then you kind of miss it you know yeah yeah like in your honest opinion like what was the hardest thing about going through COVID hardest thing hmm I'll let you answer that first because I need to process that question (laughs) so for me the hardest thing about COVID was the loneliness because I couldn't I couldn't talk to other people who were at my school and I I lost motivation to do my homework because when I was going to school I had an opportunity 
to talk to my classmates, and I also had an opportunity to, to spend time with my classmates, especially during lunch. Right. You know, like, during lunch, I really enjoyed uh, talking to my classmates, and I would say the ninth grade version of myself, um, he just wanted to, you know, connect with his classmates, and when that opportunity was taken away from him, that really destroyed my confidence in ninth grade because I had to work on my assignments alone. I had to, I, I had to be more independent and right. I, I, I couldn't rely on validation from other people. You know, like I, I just kind of enjoyed like getting an A on, the, on a test and then telling my friends about it. But after COVID started, I couldn't do the same thing anymore right. because we weren't taking tests in COVID. We were taking, we were doing assignments Yeah. and yeah. It was it was tough. Yeah, that's a that's a very interesting answer because like for me, I would say like what was hardest to deal with was just like dealing with myself, you know? Because during COVID, right, the test that you took was like online test. You took well for my school at least. We took online tests. And so because of that you can much easierly like cheat on the test. And so Unfortunately, I took advantage of that fact, <laughs> and you know, I kind of started cheating a lot on some of my tests, and then eventually my teacher caught me, you know, Ooh. which is not good. But my teacher, he was a very nice guy, and he and he just pulled me into a, another room in the Zoom call, and he and he just asked me, did I cheat? And you know, I felt that I couldn't lie, so I had to like admit that I, I did cheat and he just like had a talk with me about like how I should never cheat again you know and this is not good for you obviously and you know so that taught me a big lesson just not to cheat and how I should be very honest and I should deal with myself in a better manner you know wow yeah wow I had a similar experience except I didn't get caught cheating <laughs> And that, <laughs> now that you're telling your story, I kind of wish that the 10th grade version of myself got caught cheating yeah. uh, during online school because if, if my teacher caught me cheating on a test, that would have changed a lot of things about how I, how I treat myself and also how I handle those situations. Right. But... Sometimes I just feel like when you don't get caught, that that motivates you to do it even more. Exactly. And once you get caught, you know what the consequences are mm -hmm. because you've experienced the consequences. And just the fact that, you know, your, your teacher caught you cheating and then he or she um, told you that you shouldn't cheat again in the future. And luckily... Your teacher was nice enough to let you off the hook. Right. And at that point, I'm I'm just making assumptions at this point, but at mm -hmm. that point you made the decision to stop cheating. Exactly, yeah. And I did. Yeah. you also mentioned earlier how you also you were telling lies to your parents. Right. Like did that situation ever like like when your teacher told you that you were cheating, mm -hmm. did that influence your your um your mindset towards lying to your parents mm. or lying to other people i would say initially no okay 
the only thing that really affected was it made me more of an honest student, you know, it made me like not cheat in school. But okay. to my parents, like in high school, I still did lie quite a bit because I didn't want to get in trouble, you know, I didn't want to get yelled at. So I, you know, I lied. But over time, you know, I matured a lot and I realized that, like, I should just be more honest towards my parents and I should be more, like, appreciative of what they do for me and more grateful. So as a result of that, like, I, I started lying, like, a lot less toward to them. And, you know, yeah. Wow, that's, that sounds amazing. I wish that I had the same uh, journey in my life during high school because, you know, for me... I just felt like I couldn't be honest about certain things with my parents. Like, yeah. I just, I just, um, I, I told my parents what they wanted to hear mm. rather than what they needed to hear. Yeah. And I felt like that was a serious issue that I dealt with during quarantine because I was dealing with like some, some depression during quarantine. And I just lied to my parents telling them that I'm okay, telling them X, Y, and Z. But in reality, I was not doing good. And my mental health was in in a terrible condition, in a terrible state. And, yeah, just the fact that you're, you're talking about your story, that motivates me to be, like, even more honest with my parents in the future. Yeah, that's good. You know. But, yeah, but I can relate a lot to that, you know. Like, with my parents, I feel like sometimes... I can't be honest with them, you know, even nowadays I have trouble, you know, being fully honest with them, you know, because you just want to, you want to tell them what they want to hear so, you know, they won't get upset at you, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I can definitely, like, relate a lot to that, yeah. Yeah. That brings me on to my next question, which is, um, when did you come back to school after the pandemic? It was 11th grade, 11th okay. grade, so... Right, after 10th grade, I came back, yeah, during just 11th grade, that's when I came back to school, and yeah, it was kind of surreal, because, you know, you spend, like, a year, like, quarantined inside your house, and then, as a result of that, you spend much more time online, and as a result of that, you see a lot more of the news that is happening around America, and, you know, like, all the shootings, you know, all the very bad stuff. You know, and so it just kind of felt really surreal to finally just step back in school and experience the actual uh, high school experience, you know, instead of just being online all day. Yeah, I I can totally relate to that because, you know, during my 10th year of high school, um, the 2020 election took place. All right. And when that election took place. Um, I just felt like the whole world was going to change. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want to talk about politics and this yeah. podcast episode, but the reason why I'm talking about the 2020 election is because that was that was one of the biggest moments of 2020. Right. And when that happened, I felt like everything was going to change from that point forward. And um, even going on to the shootings, like I was concerned about that too. And just everything that was happening in the world like i i didn't think that we would ever go back to normal school i didn't think oh, that shit. that anything would return to normal because every because the covid 
pandemic was a very serious thing. And right. I, I saw how every restaurant started closing down. And even some restaurants even went out of business during quarantine. Right. A lot of businesses went, went out of business during quarantine. And when that happened, I, I was very concerned. I was very concerned about everything that was happening during COVID. And I, I was even questioning if the schools had enough money or enough resources to reopen during right. COVID. Like, because I, I went back to school at the, at the beginning of 2021, um, during March. And when I went back to school, we only took three classes per day. Three, oh. And actually, no, it wasn't three classes per day. It was three classes per quarter. So per quarter. Yeah, per quarter. And it was very interesting. And the classes were shorter in length. And it was it was a very interesting process because since since the usual schedule is six classes per semester and not three classes per quarter, a lot of the content that we were supposed to learn about in these classes was cut down. Right. And the classes were actually easier than they were supposed to be. You know, it was it was very interesting, you know, going back to school during uh, quarantine. And, you know, even, even during... Um, Eleventh uh, grade, when I, when I came back to school and everything was back to normal, there was actually a bus driver shortage. Oh, so, right, same. Yeah, yeah you you yeah. can talk about that. I could, yeah, I mean the bus driver shortage was interesting because it was just like everyone just crammed in one bus basically, and then I remember it was like as a result of everyone cramming into one bus like. Not not everyone could fit in that bus, so some people had to like get their parents to send them or something. But yeah, I mean, personally, I didn't. It didn't affect me that much because, from what I remember, I think my mom helped send me to school, so I think that bus situation didn't really affect me that much, from what I remember. Yeah, for me. Um, since there was a bus driver shortage uh, during 2021, um, the bus couldn't pick me up anymore because I was out. I wasn't out of the range, but um, I was, man, like I was, uh, I don't, never mind, actually. Like, okay, I can't say that I was out of the, out of the range, but the, my bus couldn't pick me up from my yeah. location because the bus driver who was driving my bus um, couldn't cu- couldn't drive the bus for some reason, and <laughs> I had a new bus driver like every week. Oh, and that's crazy. the bus driver that I had in the morning was different from the bus driver that I had during the afternoon, and all sorts of things were happening. So I actually had to drive to school with my dad. Because and I had to do that every single day, and my dad had to pick me up from school, so I literally had to drive to school and drive back from school, and yeah, there were times where I didn't feel like driving, but my dad always forced me to drive because I still have my driver's permit in in eleventh grade, and the reason why that was the case is because 
I couldn't schedule a road test during quarantine, during the pandemic, because right. it was hard to schedule those things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the next question that I have is, how did the pandemic change you as a person? Hmm. Yeah, the pandemic, you know, did a lot of things to me. But I suppose one thing, you know, it made me realize, I mean, looking back, you know, it made me realize, you know, how important, you know, friends were and how important just interacting with people was, you know. Because if it wasn't for my friends, I don't think I would have made it out of quarantine, you know. <laughs> because, you know, quarantine, you're just, like, stuck in your room all day, and it can get pretty lonely. So having friends to talk to and just people to interact with, you know, that helped a lot. So, Would you say that quarantine um, increased your sense of gratitude? For my friends or for... Just in general. In general, hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, in general, definitely increase my gratitude. Just increase my gratitude because me it made me realize that you know I was lucky to just live in a safe house and I wasn't like directly affected by COVID. You know because I was living like in a safe environment where there was still plenty of food. There's still plenty of you know everything for me. You know so yeah. I would say that quarantine helped raise my gratitude, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you, again, uh, mainly because uh, during ninth grade, I took everything for granted. Like, I took advantage of the facts that a bus was able to take me to school. I took advantage yeah. of the facts that I had a roof over my head and I was able to eat food at home. I took advantage of everything during ninth grade, but... During the pandemic, I started to realize that there are kids who go to my school who can't eat anything during lunch yeah. because they they have to go to school to eat to eat school lunch right. because their parents don't have enough food in the house. And just just seeing that really did make me realize how fortunate I am. And there was even a point in time where the school had to had to give people free food because people couldn't couldn't find enough food to eat and because of that people had to drive all the way to to the high school or the middle school to pick up food because they could their parents couldn't afford to buy food right. and there was there was a food shortage during the pandemic mm-hmm. so because of these things it it really did make me feel grateful and just looking back at the ninth grade version of myself, I would say that he was a very ungrateful person <laughs> who didn't appreciate anything yeah, because I just kept on complaining about girls, kept on complaining about friends. I kept on complaining about everything. And the other aspects that I want to touch on is patience because I had no patience in, a, in ninth grade. Like, I didn't understand the concept of waiting. Like... Not literally, but just, you know, waiting for the right opportunity to come because I wanted to be popular so bad in ninth grade and I just cared so much about, you know, getting a job at the time, but I couldn't wait because I wanted a job at during ninth grade. 
I couldn't wait until 10th grade because I was not patient enough. And because of that, that just created unhappiness because when you're when you're impatient for something to happen, it creates yeah, unhappiness. Yeah. yeah, you can expand on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's really interesting you bring that up, you know, because I feel like <clears throat> when you're younger, especially when you're in your ninth grade days, like I feel like a lot of people, especially me, you know, you just don't have like a strong sense of identity, I guess, you know, and so you just you try to chase after something, you know, like in your case, right, you're trying to chase after girls or you're trying to chase after being popular. You're trying to chase after being something that you weren't. But I think this all stems from, you know, just as ninth grader, you know, in general, everyone is just lost. They don't know what they want, you know, and so this just results in a lot of chaotic things, you know. (laughs) That is so relatable. I I like how you brought that up because, you know, when I look at the ninth grade version of myself, I do see a lot of those things Mm -hmm. um, happening or I saw how those things played out in ninth grade, like the the lack of identity, feeling lost Mm -hmm. and just trying to find yourself in ninth grade, you know, trying to find your friends group, Mm -hmm. trying to find your interest, trying to find your, your, um, your purpose, you know, trying to find all of these things, you know, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Well, this podcast episode is getting very long now. So unfortunately I I will have to end it, Mm -hmm. but I greatly appreciate my guest for, for hopping on the podcast episode and I hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast. Any final words from my guest? No, I'd just like to say, you know, thank you, Tony, for inviting me on this podcast. You know, it was a nice conversation, you know, and I hope it inspires other people to, you know, reflect on their past selves and maybe, you know, to just listen in on this podcast, you know? Yeah, those are, those are wise words from my guest. Yes. Now you understand why I brought him on the podcast, because everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own trials and tribulations. And sometimes we're too afraid to talk about those things. With that being said, I hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast. And this is Tony. And this is Andrew. Peace out. Signing off. Peace out.